It's time for Vanish Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Castanis. This is episode 290, season 12. Today's date is December 26, 2023. And welcome to the program. Uh, Merry Christmas, day after Christmas, that is, <laughs> to everyone. On today's program, um, we'll start off with a sad note. I'm going to do my tribute to actor Mike Nussbaum. He died... Uh, on December 23rd, he was a well-known uh, theater actor in the Chicagoland area. And I'll talk about his biography and his career and uh, my memories of watching him on television. And specifically one commercial <laughs> that he did. And I'll tell you that in a moment. Uh, also, I'll do my memories of the day after Christmas when I was a kid in Chicago. This would be fun. Okay. Right now, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Pick'em Darta Buggy. Uh, This is a very unusual commercial. I think a lot of people who grew up in the 70s would remember this product and the commercial as well. And I will explain when it's over. Okay. So sit back and relax, and I'll be right back with the program, folks. Thank you. Introducing Darta Buggy from Pick'em, the unbelievable, indestructible mini motor car. Moves so fast, even our camera can't follow it. Virtually indestructible, impossible to overwind, will run on carpet, cement, tile, wood, any surface. When you hear that clicking sound, click, click, then it's wild. Darta Buggy, Darta Buggy, Darta Buggy, fastest car on the track, it goes like crazy. Darta Buggy, Darta Buggy, Darta Buggy. Ready to run, quick, easy, and simple. Great fun for the whole family. No keys, no batteries, no electric power. Race like crazy. This is one of the world's smallest wind-up motors. Comes assembled, can be taken apart, and put together again. Models are interchangeable. Race and trade, mix and match, and hit and crash them. Darter buggy, darter buggy, darter buggy. You can make it loop the loop. It goes like crazy. Darter buggy, darter buggy, darter buggy. Tracks are easy to assemble. Hundreds of speedway variations. Build your own darter city. Darter buggy from Pick'em, $4.99. Comes completely assembled. Darter buggy is also available in sets. At all Cunningham, Woolworth, and McCrory, the exciting racing toy asks for Darta Buggy Raceway sets. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Pick'em Darta Buggy. Uh, let me explain about this. Um, Pick'em is spelled P-I-C-A-M, and that stands for Products International Company Advertising slash Marketing. <laughs> And uh, they were uh, 
they were a company based in uh, Canoga Park, California. And they made some uh, games. Uh, one famous game they created was Husker Do, if you remember that. And uh, I'll play a commercial on that someday. You know, I never owned, I never had the game, but I remember that. And it sounds like a rock group. I know there was a you know musical group called Husker Do. I don't know if they got that from the game. And uh, they also did some other commercial. It's something with snow, uh, with skiing or skating, something like that. I forgot the name of it on the top of my head. But anyway, when I saw this commercial for uh, Darted Buggy. I remember this. They played this all the time. You know, darted buggy, darted buggy, darted buggy, darted buggy, darted buggy. They played this commercial uh, during late night TV, uh, during the late night on Channel 32, WFLD TV uh, in Chicago, uh, where they had great reruns, like, for example, Night Gallery, The Best of Groucho, Dark Shadows, and uh, I forgot what else. The Honeymooners. Yeah. So uh, this was around the time I was about 13. Yeah, 12 or 13 or first year of high school. And they show and they remember this commercial. They had the little cars. They looked like little Hot Wheels. And uh, they had that jingle, you know, and that slogan. And it looked kind of, kind of cool like that. And uh, I haven't forgotten about it. I really have. And I'm glad I found the commercial and they played it. And uh, I don't know when the company started. I don't know when it folded. I have no, I tried to do research on the internet, nothing, very little. Uh, I couldn't find anything. So uh, this Darta Buggy, maybe it's, uh, maybe it was on the market for a while, maybe a year or so. And uh, I haven't checked eBay if there's some available, you know, for, for to sell. We'll see. Uh, maybe I'll check out later. But uh, I just remember the commercial, and it was like a very beautiful time in my youth watching that. You know, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of like Hot Wheels, <laughs> sort of. Okay, so uh, at the beginning of the program, I mentioned I'm going to do a tribute to actor uh, Mike Nussbaum. He just passed away a few days ago, and my memories of uh, the day after Christmas when I was a kid in, in Chicago. Before I get started, I want to talk a little bit uh, what's happening on Christmas. Uh, I had a very nice Christmas. Got some nice gifts. Uh, I posted that on my uh, social media. People, uh, they're astonished. They, they went crazy. You know, my friends, my followers, my family, they love seeing, you know, they like to see me in person. You know, I don't like taking selfies that much. I don't, I don't look very photogenic. Uh, but they were so happy to see me being happy, and you know, especially this time of year, and uh, it's great, you know. And then yesterday, my mom made a wonderful dinner, you know, and uh, she made the pastizza for lunch, you know, the Greek lasagna. It was delicious. Oh, it's the best. A lot of work. A lot of work. I helped her out a bit. Uh, and then uh, for dinner, we had like lamb chops, a salad, and some homemade Greek bread, and that was it. And, uh, and for dessert, we had key lime pie. 
Well, we have Greek desserts. We have malamakarona. That's the Greek honey dip cookies. But she made those before, and so we have we have a lot left over. And uh, it's a beautiful time of the year. I love this holiday. It's very warm, very happy. You know, you have friends, uh, family over, friends too. Uh, but you know, I don't have much family here. So, and then uh, tradition uh, for Christmas is like Christmas Eve. You watch It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, you know what I did? I did something different this year. I watched Home Alone again, and then I watched uh, It's Wonderful Life. I recorded on my YouTube library, so I watched two movies like that. I didn't watch any Christmas movies yesterday. I was busy, so uh, I talked to my brother in California. He didn't come, so um, so that was out. And I missed some of the Christmas movies, but I did see Christmas in Connecticut a few days ago, so thank God for that. But uh, then, you know, then you have the day after Christmas, you know, the Christmas music is gone, which is sad. You know, I hate that. You know, I love this music. It's a, I think it's okay to play it till New Year's Day. I, I, I might do that. I mean, so what? It's, it's going to be me listening. Uh, because, and then... Uh, so I'm getting into more detail uh, right after I talk about uh, Mike Nussbaum. And uh, I have some great memories of that, the day after Christmas. Okay. Right now, about Mike Nussbaum, uh, when I heard the news that he passed away, it was like, whoa, he was like 99 years old. Lived a long life. And I heard he was performing until he was like 95 years old. And I think he was still working in a way up to the end, uh, but he was in hospice from according to uh, sources. And uh, so when you saw his face on TV or in the newspaper, you know it was him and you recognize him from the commercials from Northwest Federal Savings Bank. <laughs> I'll get to that in a moment. So uh, he was a very familiar uh, face uh, in Chicago. So here's his biography. Um, his real name was Myron G. Nussbaum, born on December 29, 1923. Uh, so he would have been uh, 100 years old in about six days of that. So, you know, in about four, uh, three days, he'll be 100 years old. Oh, I wish he would stay alive. That was... Uh, and uh, he was born uh, in Chicago and grew up in the Albany Park uh, neighborhood up in the north side. And he and then uh, he served in World War II. And uh, and then he uh, worked uh, for twenty years. He worked with his brother-in-law in the extermination business, which I don't know. <laughs> You know, and then he started acting in the 1950s. Yeah, most first in theater. He did that, and uh, in Chicago, that is. And uh, he loved. And I think he caught his acting bug, and he started. And then he uh, performed in a lot of plays, mostly uh, a playwright called named uh, David Mamet. He played that, and. Uh, 
He was in Glenglary Glen Ross. He was in that. Uh, also, uh, he appeared uh, on Broadway, off and on and off. Excuse me. You know, he did that uh, uh, in David Mamet's plays. That is now his films. Uh, he he appeared in Field of Dreams, House of Games, Things Change, a Fatal Attraction, and Men in Black. I remember. You know, I've seen Fatal Attraction in the theater in the late eighties, you know, nineteen eighty-seven, and I, I don't remember him in the in the movie. You know, maybe he was there briefly. Uh, Field of Dreams, of course, I saw that. He was in there. Men in Black, uh, I saw it once, but I didn't pay attention. <laughs> he was in there, like that. And uh, other credits he did: uh, television. He did television, uh, like for example, he appeared in uh, uh, Spencer for Hire. He appeared on uh, Two Two Seven, L.A. Law. Uh, let's see what else? Uh, he was on Frasier. Yeah, I must have missed that on the commission. And also, I saw an early edition that's a uh, show based in Chicago. Like that. Also, Cupid, if you remember that. Also, he was in The X Files. I've been watching The X Files uh, every day. I must have missed him. <laughs> you know, but I'll try to, re I'm going to rewatch the series again and then I'll try to find him because uh, he was in there, which I was much to my surprise. You know, and let's see what else. Uh, also, in other movies he was in, uh, for example, he, the first, uh, he was also in, um, the first movie he did was uh, a 1969 movie, uh, The Earth, The Monitors. He was in that. And that was uh, probably a low-budget movie, you know. And uh, he also was in, what else, what other movie he was in? He was also in Harry and Tonto. And he played, uh, you know, with the movie with uh, Art Carney. And he, was, and he had the cat. <laughs> And uh, so that's it. Oh, he also appeared in The Equalizer. Remember that with Edward Woodard? So uh, he still continued through, uh, you know, acting in the theater. And uh, also he, he appeared, uh, the theaters that he appeared in was at the Goodman Theater, the Northlight Theater, uh, Steppenwolf. And uh, probably others in the Chicagoland area, also at the Chicago Shakespeare Theater, he performed. Uh, he did Macbeth, Hamlet, Henry the Henry the Eighth. Also did uh, other plays, Death of a Salesman and the Old Country. You know, and uh, he also did uh, It's a Wonderful Life on on radio. You know, before, I, I want to hear that. This would be interesting, you know, like that. And he he worked up into the end. You know, I wish I went to see him uh, live, uh, you know, and like um, performing live in the theater. That would have been awesome to do that. And uh, let's see what else. Then, uh, then he started uh, doing TV commercials. He also did, 
is most famous. He did one for Scope Mouthwash. Uh, I think some other one. I think I'm, I'm not sure. And uh, also, it, his most famous commercial was for Northwest Federal Savings Bank, based in Chicago. Uh, they were located at uh, 4901 West Irving Park Road in the Portage Park neighborhood. And it was there for many years. And then uh, the, ba- the bank opened in, um, in ni- uh, January 1st, 1925. And it closed on February 20th, 1982, and it merged with the LaSalle Bank. And then the LaSalle Bank merged with the Bank of America. And, uh, but their famous slogan, of course, was uh, it's Northwest Federal Savings Time, 63 hours a week. <laughs> Everyone remembered that jingle. Everyone did when they grew up in the in the seventies. Yeah, mostly it was in the seventies, early eighties. But but I watched that all the time on television, and uh, you couldn't get that's something you couldn't get out of your head, you know, because he wasn't really associated with this uh, bank. You know, he was a spokesman. And uh, when I was a kid, I didn't know who he was. You know, I, I saw his face and all that. And then the bank had this motto, uh, not motto, uh, their uh, mascot, Rusty Rooster, you know. So that's what he was most famous for. You know, I hate to say that, but that's, well, he's well known for that, you know, because he appeared in those commercials. He, he I don't know how many he did over the years, probably, oh, a lot, you know, and you can find them on YouTube. I, yeah, there there are a few uh, courtesy a few courtesy of Rick Klein from the uh, Fuzzy TV Memories of the of his museum, you know, television museum. Also, there are a few other uh, clips of that you could watch. Somebody compiled compiled all of them. Well, not all of them, just the most they could find, you know. And some were from the mid seventies, so that I watched them over the weekend. And it was very nice. It took me back to a time where it was, you know, beautiful and all that. And, uh, and I couldn't get the slow. I was at church yesterday and I couldn't get the slow. I couldn't get that jingle out of my head. <laughs> so that was, that was weird like that. <laughs> okay. Right now I'm going to play, of course, the commercial for Northwest Federal Savings Bank featuring Nussbaum, Mike Nussbaum. And uh, you will hear his voice, you know, you would recognize it immediately. It's him, you know, and this in the commercials that he did. Okay. So sit back and relax. And here is Mike Nussbaum and the commercial for Northwest Federal Savings Bank. Thank you, everyone. Oster Blender, you bet. A Texas instrument calculator coming right up. A Hamilton Beach corn popper, sure thing. It's Northwest Federal Savings Gift Rush. Just save $250 or more and get name brand gifts free or at greatly reduced prices. So rush on in. A Waltham Digital Watch, okie dokie. It's Northwest Federal Savings Time, 63 hours a week.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everyone, I am back. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Northwest Federal Savings Bank featuring actor Mike Nussbaum. I always say Nike, it's Mike. <laughs> Tip it a slip in the tongue. Yeah, so um, like I said before, he was well known in those commercials and uh, he did other commercials, but I forgot what other product he did. I know he did for Scope and. Um, mouthwash. Uh, it'll come to me what else he did. Anyway, um, let's see what else. So, uh, oh, he also did for United Airlines. There we go. That too. Uh, you know, so it's, a, you know, uh, I, I didn't know he was still alive all this time. It's amazing. He, he lived an amazing life. And according to the Sun-Times, uh, Chicago sometimes it is, uh, you know, he, uh, he's like, uh, he was very healthy. He gave up smoking about 50 years ago. He worked out, uh, I don't know what he worked, you know, I don't know what kind of exercise he did, but uh, he kept in good shape, you know, and also kept busy, you know, I wish I'm going to do that. I hate working out. Can't stand it. I just, uh, I like, I like walking. That's enough for me. <laughs> You know, and try to eat healthy. Uh, that's not an easy task, especially now during the holiday season. Anyway, so uh, talk about longevity, you know, for his career. And uh, a lot of people have worked with him. Uh, they loved working with him. And uh, he was a legend. He really was. And... Uh, he was interviewed on the, the news uh, sometimes. Uh, they asked him about, you know, what plays he was doing, um, you know, what he was up to and all that. And uh, when the movie, when they, when he was in the, uh, when he started in the movies, uh, a lot of people, I don't think they would recognize him, but I think in Chicago they did. <laughs> you know, I, especially me, I would see on the movie screen, and, oh, there he is. <laughs> You know, like that. On television, the same thing. You know, so that's great. So uh, he didn't do much uh, movies or television, mostly stage work. You know, so yeah, that was his calling, you know, to entertain everyone uh, that went to see him. Yeah, that's so, so sad. So my deepest condolences to his family. Yeah, and, uh, you know, his uh, work will live on forever. Okay. Right now, I'm going to talk about the day after Christmas, uh, my memories of that when I was a kid. Um, it's still the same as today, but this is what I remember when I was a child. You know, when you get, to when you get toys on Christmas, you know, um, this never happened to me because I always kept the toys that my mom bought me like when we lived in um south shore neighborhood 
We used to get those Fisher Price toys. And then uh, when we moved to Roseland in the early 70s, still got Fisher Price, but we got other games and uh, we got toy trucks, Tonka toys. But I remember uh, like uh, after Christmas or even after that, you know, during the Christmas, uh, the week uh, between Christmas and New Year's, you know, we'd go to the stores. My mom would take me there. The stores were very busy, especially December 26th. And I asked her when I was little, Ma, I said, Mom, why why is so busy? Well, who are these people? And what are they doing? And she's explaining to me, uh, they're just returning their gifts. They don't like what they, you know, they buy, they buy things for their families. And sometimes they don't fit. They don't like them. Or it's the wrong, you know, uh, it's not what they wanted. You know, and that's that's typical and traditional to, for them to do that. So December 26th is really Boxing Day. And Boxing Day is, is a holiday celebrated after, uh, after Christmas Day. And uh, this orig- originated in the United Kingdom. And I think it's still... Uh, they still do that. They still do that. And uh, also in other parts of Europe as well, you know, and, uh, and, and uh, they can, it's also St. Stephen's Day, which is considered the second day of Christmas. So like that. And they also do this in Canada as well. So that would have been interesting. Uh, they don't do this in the United States. Uh, I know they were, you go to the malls and stores and return things, but this is a very big deal <laughs> uh, for other parts of the world. Uh, also in Australia, they do that. I, I think so. So it's like a, a second holiday. It's a continuation of the Christmas season, you know, Christmas day. It's another holiday. And uh, so you don't hear Boxing Day in the United States, especially in Chicago. No, they say that's the day after Christmas. Also, today is Kwanzaa. That came out later. Uh, so uh, they celebrate that as well. Okay. So day after Christmas, well, what I do is, like, you know, you relax. And, you know, when I was a kid, I still played with my toys. And uh, it was Christmas break. There was no school. You stay home. You watch TV. I remember uh, when I was little, I used to watch uh, shows in the morning, like uh, Ray Rayner, uh, Garfield Goose, uh, then Bozo Circus in the afternoon. You know, uh, I don't know if it's reruns. Maybe. I think it was, yeah. You know, and any programming like that when you're a child, you know. And if it was snowing, you couldn't go out. You know, or, or if it's very cold, you stay in like that. And you would look out the window and just uh, watch the snowfall and all that. I remember doing that when I was lived in Roseland. We lived above a shoe store. And my dad my dad owned the property. And we looked out and we saw on Michigan Avenue, we saw the buses, uh, the CTA buses drive by and the South Suburban buses. And we see the snowflakes uh you know, falling down and all that with all the Christmas decorations. Even at night where the Christmas decorations were still up. And it was beautiful. It really was. Even before, even on Christmas Day and before Christmas, it was gorgeous. You know, 
everything look very pretty like that. And uh, we were there until the day, day after New Year's Day, you know, we went back to school. And uh, it was kind of a downer. That's <laughs> because uh, we got to go back to school. Uh, that was like, because uh, we have so much fun, you know, playing with our toys, you know, watching TV, playing games, you know, like that. But when it was too cold, we couldn't go anywhere really. So you, our fun, the fun we had was doing that, you know. But today, uh, you either go on vacation, you know, uh, families go away during that week. You know, they go somewhere warm. They go to Florida, California, like that, which is fine. Uh, I never did that. We never went anywhere. Uh, we didn't have any money, uh, not really. And my mom didn't want to go anywhere. And besides, my father worked. So that was out of the question. So that was fine. And uh, now, you know, Today is December 26th, and uh, today I'm just, uh, just everything's quiet. You know, everyone's all Christmased out. <laughs> just relaxing and all that. Okay. So that's, uh, that's basically it for uh, my memories of uh, the day after Christmas when I was a child in Chicago. All right. Uh, that's it for this program. I'll do a recap of what I've talked about. I talked about my tribute to uh, actor Mike Nussbaum, who just passed away a few days ago, and my memories of uh, the day after Christmas in the, uh, as a child in the Chicago area. Okay, uh, this podcast will be published uh, later on today, uh, wherever podcasts are available, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, Breaker, Overcast. I think that's what's called. Yeah. Also, it'll be on my blog, blog. Also, on my YouTube channel. Um, people have still asked me, where, where do I find your podcast? Go to YouTube channel. Yeah, go to my YouTube channel. Type in Van Chicagoland Stories. You will find it. Hit subscribe. Also, do that on my apps. On the apps I mentioned. Excuse me. And uh, you can follow them on that. Also, it'll be shared on my social media accounts. Uh, Facebook, X. Uh, LinkedIn, Reddit, Instagram, and Threads. Okay, so that was fun. Yeah, I didn't do a, I didn't do a podcast Sunday uh, because it was Christmas Eve, so I had uh, things to do. Uh, I will do another podcast this weekend, probably Saturday. See what I'll talk about then. Okay. This is Pika Sanchez, your host for Van Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. Thank you for joining me. I hope you had a wonderful holiday and. Look forward and uh, look forward to New Year's Eve. It's gonna be fun. Uh, today's weather is kind of chilly, cloudy. You know, no snow. I don't think we're gonna get any snow for a while. Not for a while. You know, so we had a gray Christmas and a rainy Christmas yesterday. <laughs> I didn't really notice. I stayed indoors. So, uh, so that's uh, that's the end of that. <laughs> okay. So here is bye-bye uh, for me, and here's Ray Rayner with a little traveling music saying bye-bye-bye. Take care, everyone, and so long. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye. <laughs>